the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Larry Rosenthal is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Satera is under separate ownership from Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Rosenthal Wealth Management Group is located at 9265 Corporate Circle in Manassas, Virginia, and can be reached at 703-330-3100. Chris McKay is not affiliated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, nor Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Bob Jones is an employee of Rosenthal Wealth Management Group and affiliated with Satira. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show Saturday morning. That means it is Open Mic Saturday. Here he is, Larry Rosenthal. Sir, hello. Yes, sir. It is Open Mic Saturday. Good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing, doing very, very well. Good to see you. Always good to see you. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, hey, listen, you know, it is Open Mic Saturday. Welcome to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. Again, I'd like to welcome our longtime listeners on WAVA 105.1 FM in D.C. and Baltimore area, as well as our nationwide listeners on Family Talk, Sirius XM Channel 131. Coast to coast and border to border, as you like to say, Chris, yeah, that's every right. Saturday morning from 9 to 10. It's a live call-in financial planning talk show. It's open mic Saturday, which I like. That means no questions are barred. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 with any of your financial planning or investment questions, whatever's on your mind today, estate planning, taxes, the markets, the economy, whatever's going on, give us a call, 855-ROSE-123. Well, another week in the markets, Chris, another (laughs) up and down and up and down and up week in the markets, right? That's right. The markets are still searching for direction. Some weak days, some strong days, that's for sure. You know, the market is really looking at all different types of commentary right now. Strong corporate earnings, consumers showing up strong, uh, yet it looks like inflation may have peaked already. Some saying it has, some saying it hasn't. This is going to take a little bit more time. Just as I said, middle of the year or so, we're still going to continue to see volatility. But at the same time, we should see inflation start to drop down. Second half of the year, year we'll get a little bit of headlights uh, in, in, into the uh, the shadows, as you might see oh, on, on yeah, Wall there Street go. there going sure. forward. Yeah. Absolutely. So last week I mentioned that we were getting, you know, lots of emails during the week and phone calls on questions. And, hey, Larry, I heard you talking about this, that, or the other. One of the things that I want to talk about today was something that that a lot of people are asking about, and that is just, you know, sort of the fundamentals, if you will, of estate planning. And, And, you know, estate planning tools or documents, if you will, wills, trust, beneficiary forms, 
mainly serve two purposes. And I'm backing all the way up here at a 10,000-foot view. But they mainly serve two purposes, one, while you're alive, and two, once you pass. While you're alive, you need to make sure that your, your documents are in order. So if you're unable to make decisions for yourself, okay, if you become incapacitated or whatever, sickness or injury or whatever the case may be, your, your estate planning documents, again, wills, trust, power of attorneys, medical directives, um, you know, beneficiary forms, you know, all that kind of stuff, joint titling of certain types of accounts, not others, by the way, are all in line with your wishes while you're alive. And then once you go to heaven, make sure those forms flip over and they accomplish exactly what you want to accomplish when it comes to, you know, the estate planning on the other side of things. Who's going to get what? When, where, why. Had an interesting conversation this past week with someone in this arena. And, and you know, the conversation kind of came like this was, you know, here's the series of accounts, and they want to leave some money to charities, and they want to leave some monies to, to their heirs and friends and families and things like that, right? And what I explained to them was, listen, if you're going to leave money to charities, why don't you leave the, the tax-infested dollars to charities and the good tax-free dollars to your friends and your heirs? And they're like, what are you talking about? Okay? So think about this for a second. There's basically um, two different types of money. There's money that's never been taxed before and money that's already been taxed. Right, Chris? And if you take a look at money that's never been taxed before, like money in retirement plans on the pre-tax side, not the Roth, but the pre-tax side, same with your IRAs. If you're going to leave that money to an heir, a human being, when they receive it, they're going to have to pay taxes on it immediately or eventually, right, under the SECURE Act law, over the ten, be, mm-hmm. not, not to exceed 10 years before they have to distribute it. And if you're also going to leave money to, to charities and you leave them, let's say, a, a bank account or you leave them uh, an investment account that's a non-tax-deferred account, they get a stepped-up tax basis, and you give that to the charity, that's actually wrong. That's in reverse. You should leave the charity the money that's never been taxed before, and the reason why is simply because when the charity receives those dollars, they don't have to pay taxes on it because they're a qualified 5013C corporation. So they can receive those dollars and cash them out and do whatever the charity is going to do with their mission completely tax-free while you're leaving the better tax treatment dollars to human beings, to your heirs and family and friends. And so when you start looking at the, at the, the building of the estate plan, it starts with your beneficiary forms and the titling of your accounts. How, and, and so here's sort of the secret that you need to be thinking about here on the airs, on the, on, the, on the radio airways. How did the money get into the account, okay? That's going to dictate how the money comes out on the other side. Just like your home or a fancy, you know, uh, uh, you know, old car or, 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 or hobbies or something like that, that that are valuables, collectibles, how are they titled? How is your home titled? Okay? That's going to determine the taxation on the other side or probate or whatever it may be. So, you know, I, I've done a class in the past, a, a webinar before on the 11 different ways to title accounts. And maybe I should redo that again, Chris, because it's, it's, it's very important. And we get lots of questions on this all the time. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to talk about today, because, you know, we do get these questions, is, is, you know, just the fundamental basics in estate planning. I actually have an entire estate planning kit 
that I can send out that can go deep in the weeds or stay at a 30,000-foot view like we're talking about here this morning on the air. If you want to get a copy of that, just simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and send us off an email and say, hey, I'd like to get a copy of your estate planning kit. We'll be more than happy to send it out to you. And by the way, while you're there, go ahead and check on the little seminar button there. We're going to have another market update. It's going to be a couple of weeks from now, June 13th, two times during the day. Both times are Eastern from 12 to 1230 and then from 6 to 630 p.m. Then, and, and, you know, that'll be mar- fun. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Ever since the market's been under, under pressure every two or three weeks or so, I've been doing live webinars for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is on, on exactly what's going on. And the reason that I chose June 13th is this time around is because the Friday before on June 10th, we're going to get the inflation numbers for oh, May. So we'll have boy. three numbers that are crucial. We'll have the April number, the, the, I'm sorry, the March number, the April number, and then the May number. And so we're going to do economic and market commentary on June 13th. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button. The, the link is already there. Just go ahead and register. It's free. There's no cost for it. It's 30 minutes from noon to 1230 Eastern. You'll be able to ask questions. Uh, you can type questions, ask questions verbally, and then again, it'll be the same material from six to six thirty again. So check it out. Uh, you know, get yourself registered. It's uh, ready to go right now if you haven't done so already. Yep, it's up on the website right now. Check it out at LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button and just go ahead and register for one of the classes or both of them if you want to take a look at it. Hey, Chris, let's keep the phone lines open here this morning. It's it. open mic Saturday. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123, or 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. There are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. 
Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show. 855-767-3123 is the number to call here. 855-ROSE-123 for Larry Rosenthal. Larry. So, Chris, in financial planning and wealth management, you know, you, you want to you want to accumulate dollars. You want to accumulate wealth, accumulate assets. And you want to protect those assets and have those assets deliver pretty much what I call, would call dependable streams of income in a tax-efficient manner from reliable sources and then be able to pass assets on tax efficiently to your heirs and or charities, just like we talked about a little while ago on the show this morning. And oftentimes people will ask, you know, how much do I need to save? If, if Larry, if I, I figured it out. If I can get to a million dollars or $2 million or $4 million or $9.5 million, I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. That's the number that I need. And I say, wait a second here. The question's being asked wrong, and that's one of the problems that our industry has always put forth is this is how much you need to save by a certain date and time, and then here's the formula to start pulling money out. And, you know, it's really wrong. It's really based off of your financial plan. And your financial plan is going to look different from everybody else's, okay? For example, you might say, you know, I'm in my latter 50s, and and I'm just tired of the stress job. Is there a way I can take a part-time job, work half-time, still make my bills, maintain my lifestyle? And then, you know, maybe at 65, punch out. You can run a financial plan like that. Other people will say, no, 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 you've got to keep driving forward, driving forward. You have to stop at some point and say, you know, well, maybe you're 74 years old and you're still working full time and you're going, have I saved enough? Do I have enough? What's stopping you from that? My point is this, is if if we don't have a roadmap and a clear finish line, how are we going to know where we're going and even when we get there? And that's what a financial plan is going to do for you, okay? And what you're in competition with is not the stock market, is not your Aunt May, and it's not your neighbors down the street. It's your own financial plan. That's what you're in competition with. And you have to ask yourself this question when it comes to financial planning. Do you like your current lifestyle? And if you do, then let's build a financial plan and see what it takes to get you down the road to retirement maintain your current lifestyle okay that's the way that you have to go about building the plan and and we have to ask the question and a very serious question at this point is you know are you getting the lifestyle the value out of the assets that you have or are you just grinding 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 with no finish line in sight and that's the value again of a financial plan and it's and it's just so important you know I, I get these questions all the time and and it's just so important for people to really stop and understand that and be able to smell the roses along the way. And it's not about the finish line. It's about the, it's about the race to the finish line and then, of course, the finish line on the other side, too. There's a balanced mixture right there. I was explaining this to a young person the other day, and it was really neat to just sort of watch their eyes open and just them ask questions that they've never thought of before. And I just had a fun time with it. And, and I just want to bring that back to, to, to center for people of, you know, there's there's just so much pressure on on all of this. And I know it's hard. I, I, trust me, I, I, I know. But we've got to stick to basic blocking and tackling, and we have to monitor the financial plan, and we have to make sure that we're growing assets, protecting assets, having them deliver income, and then continuing to grow to outpace taxes and inflation during retirement years. And my point is this, is, is, is take a look at your financial plan, pull it out. And I'll have to tell you this. One of the things that we ask new clients when they come aboard 
is, have you ever run a financial plan? And oftentimes I get the answer, well, yes, I have, you know, and, and well, the last time we looked at it was five, six, seven years ago. And I'm like, well, how, how are you working off of it now? How are you and your advisors working off of it now? And basically they're not. And it has to be monitored. It has to be looked at all the time. And, and here's, here's, you know, and, and, and clients that are listening, they know this all the time because we're always looking at it. But for those of you that aren't, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and you can see a 90-second video there on, a, on how a financial plan should look. And it updates every single night that the markets close. It updates every day, except for Saturday and Sunday. It updates on Monday there. Sorry. But, <laughs> but you know, my, my point is this, is, is we've got to make sure – that we're enjoying our life, okay, and that we're using these assets with good stewardship principles in mind that the Lord has blessed you with and, and getting out of life, you know, enriching relationships and just not the almighty dollar. And, and that's what we have to stop and, and, and take a look at from time to time. Hey, if you want to give us a call this morning with any questions at all on the markets, the economy, your financial plan, estate planning, whatever it may be, give us a call, your investments, give us a call, 855-ROSE-123. 855-767-3123. Don't forget to visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar icon in the top right-hand corner there, and you can register for our upcoming market update and economic talk basically uh, on uh, May, I'm sorry, June 6th, June 13th. Can't get my month right here, Chris. On June 13th, it's live radio, right? On June 13th from noon to 1230 and then from 6 to 630 p.m. Uh, go register right there. There's no cost for it at all, and we're going to have live Q&A. And, again, I'm just, I've just been doing this every couple, three weeks or so since the market's been under pressure. We want to keep you informed. Let's welcome Kay on the line from, from Maryland. Good morning, Kay. How are you today? I'm well on yourself, Larry. How can I help you? I um, wanted to find out. I actually had like $20,000 I turned to gold and silver, and it's in a vault. And I don't have access to it, or it's not making any money. So I wanted to find out how would I change that scenario. Well, Kay, if you wanted to cash it in and get out of it, then then you would you would go to one of the people that that buy and sell gold um newsmatic um uh, association you can look up newsmatic um i don't know what type of gold it is if it's if it's bars or coins or whatever but it it you know it's not making money from the standpoint of a dividend but it is going up or down based off the price of gold so there okay. are there are places you know sort of like a gold exchange. They're all over TV, or you can Google it up. I, I just don't have any references here in the studio to to give you uh, that that uh, you can go go sell it. Okay. Well, would I um, I talk with them? They said I could come look at it, but I, I don't have a need to look at it. But I'm just thinking, um, what should I, I'm, I don't want to sell it. I, I do want to like, but you explained it. So as long as it's sitting there, it's still making money, and I can sell it at any time. Yes, you can. You just got to sell it through a gold, gold, you know, a gold type of an exchange, and and it is making money just based off the price going up or down. Okay, okay. So it's it's not really um, liquidity or flexible because I can't change. Yeah, you can't go to the store. If you if you took a dollar gold coin into the store today, they're only going to give you a dollar's worth of goods for it. Okay, you'd have to sell it to get to turn it into you know dollars, turn it into greenbacks, and then you'd get the eighteen hundred dollars that it's worth. Okay, 
Okay. Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. Hey, you're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring again at 855-ROSE-123. We're going to take a quick break. Keep the phone lines open. Any questions that you have at all this afternoon or this morning, um, estate planning, insurance, the stock market, trade, tariffs, whatever it may be, give us a ring. Your investments plans at 855-ROSE-123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment with more of your Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Here's a quick tip for you. Remember, it's time in the market, not necessarily timing. Stay away from lots of buy-sell transactions. Find quality, buy it and hold it until the quality goes away or your investment objectives change. It's time in the market, not necessarily timing. If you'd like more information on proper investing, then go visit my website at LarryRosenthal.com or simply give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. That's 855-767-3123. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in, there's some numbers available for you and some lines. 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123. To talk to Larry Rosenthal, your financial and retirement expert, here in studio here today. Larry. All right, Chris. Well, let's get back to it here a little bit. Um, you know, hey, we were. Uh, I want to do a part here on on steps in a financial plan and 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 stuff. But before we do that, let's let's frame this out and and understand again whose money this is, whose assets these are, and what our purpose is. You know, the the great commission that we have. But Proverbs fifteen sixteen says, "Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil." Think about that. You know, we talk about money and assets and growing assets for retirement planning, estate planning, college funding, and and all of that. And it's very easy to get, you know, sort of pulled over into man's world of he or she who dies with the most toys wins. And that's really not, not the way that we need to be thinking about this, you know, so... So I think God gives us great wealth with peace, you know, peace in our heart. And, and uh, uh, you know, they Proverbs also say 10, health 22. is wealth, right? So health is important there, too. Yeah. Proverbs 10.22 says, the, you know, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no trouble to it. And so, you know, let's define wealth. What, what are we talking about wealth? You know, I mean, uh, living forever in heaven with the Lord, you know, that's, that's pretty good when, when you stop and think about that. So what is the purpose? What I was talking with somebody not too long ago about, you know, they're, they're thinking about retiring and, and wondering what they're going to do and should they keep working and, and what, what, you know, what do they want to do? And, you know, you, you break it down. There, there, there's a great book out there by Bob Buford um, called, uh, uh, halftime and it's you know what are you going to do in the second half of your life 
You know, what, what, how are you going to use the, the resources that the Lord's given you to move forward and, and, and things like that in, you know, to put it back into his kingdom, uh, for his glory. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's very interesting conversation when you, when you're doing that in a financial plan and, and working with people, you know, and all, all, all scenarios. So, so give us a call and let me know what your thoughts are on, on that. How do we, how do we go about using these, these resources for the Lord? You know, all different ways, tithing, gifts, you know, missions, time, knowledge, mentoring, all different ways. Think about that. Oftentimes, we'll see a new client come into one of our offices and sit down with either myself or one of our advisors, and, and you know, we, we ask them, you know, have you ever done a financial plan? They say, oh, yeah, I got that done. That's not a problem. Great. Do you have a copy of it? Well, no, I, I, I did it in 2013, or I did it in 2010, or I did it in 2015. I said, well, wait a second. Why is the plan old? What's the story? Well, one and done, right? Yeah, one and done. Well, the you know, the, the advisor said, you know, here's the plan, and then they just started working. And 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 that I, I see that. We see this often, and... You know, one of the most important steps in the financial plan is the last step, and that is monitoring and adjusting the plan. You know, your 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 goals and your ideas in most places, most most people, your thoughts about it all have changed over the last four or five years. So, so today let's sort of drill down and and how to construct, a, you know the proper way to build a financial plan the the first thing is you, is you need to gather up the information all your assets liabilities when you're sitting down with your advisor as a matter of fact i have a a, a, a video on my website larryrosenthal.com that that sort of explains this you can go there it's right on the first page it's about 90 seconds long you want to gather the, your information then establish your goals. What are your goals? What do you want to try to accomplish? Well, people say, well, okay, I want to retire. I want to put the kids through college. I want to retire and then travel the country in an RV or whatever it is you want to do, okay? So so how do we go about doing that? Do we have short-term money, mid-range, and long-term money? What about tax efficiencies? What about liquidity? You know, somebody was talking, uh, one of the callers earlier was talking about her gold, and she realized, you know, yeah, it goes up and down, but it's not liquid. In order to make it liquid, you have to sell it. So, so we need to have liquid money available for opportunities, for different things, you know, that, that we need to purchase and, and pay for during, during the course of life, if you will. So, so gather up the information, assets, liabilities. Spend some time thinking about your goals. What do you want to accomplish? How much risk are you willing to accept? Analyze your situation. This is where you, you draw a line in the sand and, and basically ask, hey, if I keep doing what I've been doing, where am I going to be down the road? Am I going to accomplish the goals that I've set forth in this plan? How does it look? Develop a plan in order to do that. And, and when you start developing this plan, a couple of the questions that you need to be asking yourself and ask your advisor. And if you're not working with an advisor or you want a second opinion, go ahead and shoot us off an email. We'd be happy to give you this information. You know, what are your strengths to accomplish the goals that you want to do? What are your weaknesses that will preclude you or impede you from accomplishing the goals that you want to do? You know, maybe you say, hey, I just keep spending money. I'm just a spender. You know, well, well, how do we fix that? Maybe you just say, you know, I, I, I you know, whatever the goals are. 
analyze yourself. What are the strengths and weaknesses that you possess to, to either make the, the goals happen, the plans happen or not? And then implement. How do, you, how do you go about implementing? Sometimes you have to change investments. Sometimes you have to change strategies. Sometimes you have to even change checking accounts. Who knows? There's all different scenarios there when it, when it comes down to it. You know, one of the things that, that I've seen people do over the years, just a very simple thing, very, very simple thing. And and that is, at the beginning of every year, just increase your savings by 1%. That's all. I've had so many people report back to me over the years and saying, you know, that I was always worried about doing that, Larry, but, but it has paid off handsomely over the years. Just increase your savings by 1% each year. You, 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 trust me, you will most likely not miss it if you just say, all right, well, I'm saving you know, $5,000 a year. I'm going to increase it by 1% each year. That's, you know, not a lot of money, right? It's $50 over the course of a year. So, so, so look at trying to increase the savings there. And then the most important part of the financial plan is monitoring and adjusting. And this is where it comes down to, you know, backing into how many years to college. You know, when there's, a, when there's a, 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 you know, a, 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 a new birth in the family, Okay. When there's a new birth in the family, I was working with somebody the other day who had uh, a brand new grandchild, and they were talking about saving money for college. And I said, yeah. I said, you have 216 months to go. And they said, what? I said, well, 216 months, uh, and then the child will be 18, going off to college. And they just looked at me like, wow. It's like when somebody said, sells yeah. you a car. You That's only have, exactly right. You only you know, have 84 months left to pay for that car. Right, right. But but when you stop and you look at the cost of college there put into a financial plan, and, and we're, we're seeing all kinds of dynamics now. We're grandparents helping to pay for kids, you know, grandkids' college along with the parents. We're seeing parents helping to support uh, elderly parents in, 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 in or their parents, excuse me, in reti- while they're retired. So all different types of scenarios are happening out there because, you know, people are living longer, money's tight cost of goods have, have gone up over the years and one of the problems that that we've had over the last you know nine or ten years is that wages have not kept pace with inflation and and now we're finally starting to see wages in in the last year rise which is a good thing but at the same time make sure that you're monitoring your financial plan it's very very important to to do that and most people do not have one so go to my website LarryRosenthal.com, and check it out if you want to get a, a, a uh, our financial planning toolkit we have sent out thousands tens of thousands of these over the years we have a financial planning toolkit there's no cost for it at all you can go to our website LarryRosenthal.com, shoot us off an email and just ask very simply for the financial planning toolkit and we'll send it out to you it's going to cover all these steps that we just basically broke down uh, for you to develop a financial plan because if you want to you know first of all we have to figure out where our finish line is what it looks like and and how we're going to go about accomplishing it. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here. we got to keep the phone lines open. Give us a ring with any of your financial planning or investment questions, any subject matter at all. It's Open Mic Saturday. I love Open Mic Saturdays, Chris. So uh, whatever subject matter you have, let's just throw some out there. Roth conversions. Um, 
retirement plans, IRAs, the government TSP, your insurance, estate planning, whatever it may be, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. If you have questions on the economy, dial us up, 855-ROSE-123. 855-767-3123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment with more of your Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Get started with your financial plan today at LarryRosenthal.com or call right now for the Financial Planning Toolkit, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Got some lines available for you. If you'd like to talk to our financial and retirement expert here in studio, you can dial right now, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry. So in continuing, excuse me, so in continuing down the road of building the financial plan, we, we sort of talked about the basics of trying to accumulate. Now let's turn it around and, and let's look back in the rearview mirror, Chris, and see where we've been and, and what we've done. Now we're going to be talking about legacy planning or estate planning, steps in the estate planning, just some basic fundamental questions to be asking yourself about the estate planning planning process and and a lot of people get very you know shell-shocked and confused about this because then you start talking about wills and trust and and different things of that nature and <clears throat> understanding these steps in a state one of the questions that you need to be asking basically is is who owns what right now in other words you and your spouse you, you have a house maybe and it's titled probably joint tenants with rights of survivor what happens if you pass? What happens if one of you becomes uh, disabled? What happens if, if you have to go into a nursing facility? Who's going to get what and how? And that all breaks down off of how things are titled. So uh, let's go ahead. We'll, we'll come back to that. Let's welcome Sandra on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Sandra. How are you today? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, my husband's listening on the road as he's driving to work, so this will be interesting. Hi, husband. Um, <laughs> he, um, he'll be retiring. He has already one retirement, and he'll be retiring from the federal government after five years fairly soon. He will be 67 and a half. 
Um, he's been talking about starting to take his Social Security when he turns 68 instead of waiting until 70 and a half, just because we don't know how long we'll all live. And so I was just wondering, because I am nine years younger, um, so I would possibly be leaving with him because um, I've been at my job for 30-plus years and we have grandchildren and such. So um, we're trying to think, you know, how that all comes into play in terms of Social Security, you know, getting it at two, two years earlier than most people normally would get it. So, uh, Sandra, the normal age, the, the most popular age for people to take Social Security is 62, actually. Okay. Oh, so, uh-oh. Yep. He probably just pulled over to the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, no worries, but he's been working, so that's okay. Yes, yes. So, here's the deal on Social Security. If you wait to 70 to take it, then they will pay you the most that you're eligible for. There's no doubt about it. Right. However, if you're going to retire and stop working, and let's suppose Social Security is going to pay you, just to do math easy here to illustrate, <clears throat> let's say they're going to pay you $1,000 a month uh, when, when he retires at 68. And you go, you know what? I'm going to wait till I'm 70, so then I get um, a thousand one hundred eighteen dollars a month. All right. Um, now you're 68, and you've got to take a thousand dollars a month out of your savings and investments to help you live. Right. That makes no sense to, to me at all. The calculator will tell you every time just about to take the Social Security now because you can't pass Social Security on to heirs. You can only pass the principal of your investments on to heirs. Okay. So, so, and then on top of that, after you go, after you look at the calculator, now you're going to take a look at, well, what's my break-even point? And from 68 to 70, your break-even point is probably in your latter 70s, 76, 77, 78 years of age. Okay. What is your health going to be like at that particular point? In other words, are you going to turn around and go, well, Larry, I'm 78 years old now. I wish I would have waited till I was 70 to start my Social Security because that extra couple of hundred dollars a month is going to enable me to travel the world. Right. Um, <clears throat> we're not talking about a lot of money here when it, when it comes to that. But the real answer is, you know, we, we, we do that. We do what's called a social security timing exercise with all, with all of, with our clients when it comes to the point of taking, making your social security selection. From what you're telling me here, I would probably look at going to take it at 68 without crunching the numbers. But if you want, you know, we'll be happy to, to crunch some numbers for you to, to, to help you down the, the, the decision road on that. But that's probably and, the way it's going to play out for you. And by this way, I could also wait till I was – I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be able to take Social Security when he retires because I'll be younger. But I could wait and take mine later. Or when I hit full retirement age, can I still take part of his? Yes, Okay. Yeah. But meanwhile, some... we're not. I'm not work. If I don't work, my benefit kind of diminishes a bit because I don't have those last few years of working. Right. It's a 35 year uh, average, is what it is. Okay. All right. Well, I I plugged in about 31, so I'm getting good for close. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think that answers my question, and I'm sure I'll, he'll be calling me as soon as I hang up. Okay. Would you so like us to send you out some information on the social yeah. security timing? Yeah, that would be great because I know it really changed for spousal benefits in 2017, and that kind of threw everything for a lot of people in our predicament, you know. It did. Yep, it did. Yeah. So let me put you on hold, and we'll have somebody reach out to you with Social Security information, okay, Sam? Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. Let's welcome Judy on the line from Ohio. Good morning, Judy. How are you today? Good morning, Larry. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm well. How can uh, I help thanks. you? Well, 
I appreciate your taking my call. I have two, my husband and I have two young grandchildren, brother and sister, uh, and when each of them was born, I took, I started a um, um, savings account for each of them and decided that on each, uh, I uh, put $200 in and decided that on each um, birthday, we would add another $200. Um, but I know that's not the best way to go, probably, to uh, send, you know, for them to save money. And the other grandparents give them, I think, silver dollars or something on their birthday and Christmas. So I was just wondering, what is the best plan to uh, pass on some money to our grandchildren? So what do you do you want them to be able to spend it now? Or do you want to no. have it saved for college or a new home or to start a business one day? What What is your objective? My objective probably is saving it toward college. So then a 529 college savings plan would probably be the best when it comes oh. to that. Now, if you pull the money out, when, when you put money into a 529 college savings plan, the money grows tax-deferred, and as long as you're using it for what they call qualified educational expenses, it comes out completely tax-free. If you were to use it, Sandra, for uh, – I'm sorry, Judy, for something other than college, like you decided to buy a nice shiny red bicycle one day with it, then you'd have to pay taxes plus a 10% penalty. So some people say, well, the downside to the college savings plan is it's got to be used only for college. Well, yeah, that's what the goal is. Uh, on the other side, you can open up an UGMA account, which is a Uniform Gift to Minors Act account, sort of like a custodial account, where you can open it in your parent, in, I'm sorry, in your name or your kid's name for the grandkids. You control it and everything like that. However, when the kids become 18, it's their money, and they can do whatever they want with it. So, so there's a couple of different ways that you can go about saving. You know, you just have to really understand if you put the money into a college savings plan it's going to be directed towards college and you'll get tax incentives if you use it for college if you use it for something else those tax incentives go away plus a little bit of a penalty mm, i see i'm sort of interested in that second account you said the uh, unified the ugma whatever sure. it was Yep, it's it's what Uniform is- Gift to Minors Act, and basically you're putting money away in an investment account. They can use it for college if they wish. They can use it for whatever they want to. Uh, when, when you know when they're 18, um, and and you can you can add money to it uh, along the way. I think I like that. The sound of that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I uh, I appreciate your time and your expertise, and uh, we'll check into that. Okay, no problem. If you want, I, I can send you some information on how UGMA accounts work and um, you know get, get get it going from there. I'll put you on hold, and we'll have someone send you out some information on it all next week. I've got a whole – I actually have a whole packet on what's called custodial accounts, uniform gift to minors, uniform transfer to minors, 529s, the whole, the whole thing's right there. Oh, that sounds great. Well, thank you very much. One other quick question. What about a life insurance policy for them? Is that uh, a good investment? A life insurance policy on the children or on you or on their parents? On the children, on the grandchildren. To save for college? Uh, Whatever, I guess. (laughs) So, you know, 
back in, I have to tell you this, prior to 1986 and earlier, yes, it might not have been a bad idea, but some tax laws changed back then. And and so the answer is probably not, Ah. Judy, because... If you have such a short window of of 18 years, or as Chris and I talked about at the top of the show this morning, you know, when when somebody's born, they have 216 years till college, right? I'm sorry, 216 months, not years, 216 months till college. Um, So in order for cash values inside of a life insurance policy to really work well and really develop and mature and grow, you, you you need 12, 15, maybe even 18 years of incubation time frame. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of like uh, uh, so so most of the time putting life insurance on a on a young child to build cash values to save for college really doesn't work out too well. There's just not a lot okay. of time and a lot of room in order for the money to to grow <clears throat> because you're looking at trying to overfund the life insurance policy. In other words, if the insurance company says, you know, $2,000 is the cost, then you're going to want to stick in three or $4,000 to, to overfund it to build that equity inside of it, and there's just not a lot of time to, to really make it work. So not a fan of it for that purpose. Now, if you think they may need life insurance at some point down the road in their adult lives, it's a great time to buy it because then it's going to always be very very inexpensive okay all right well thank you so much i appreciate that information absolutely appreciate the phone call put you on hold and we'll send you out the information on the ugma account you listen to making money sense larry rosenthal show go ahead and dial us up at 855 rose 123 855-767-3123 you know this week in the markets chris it's going to be very interesting to see how things play out you know the markets held up in light of uh you know no official trade agreement on friday uh, who knows what's going to happen over the weekend? Maybe maybe cooler heads will prevail at both nations. We'll we'll have to see. Uh, but but um, you know, stay tuned for you know we'll be on top of it, watching it all the time. We get lots of calls during the week. If you have questions during the week, feel free to give our office a call eight five five rose one two three. We like to send out information. Uh, we want to be an educational hub for people across the nation on financial planning matters, uh, investment strategies, state planning, whatever it is that that we're talking about as you know here open mic saturday we we cover any and all questions just fire them all off to us we're, we're happy to, to to do that we also get lots of people going to our website go to our website like us and follow us on facebook we send out one little tidbit a week we will not drown your facebook account by any means at all but we want to make sure that we're sending out some financial edu- education you can check it out, our library of resources on the website as well. Uh, feel free to, to use us for, for that matter as well. So when we get off the air each week, our eight, our toll-free number becomes our toll-free number to our office line, 855-ROSE-123. So we get lots of questions of people calling during the week. Um, or give us a ring here at 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You 
are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. another money minute with larry rosenthal so many different ways to invest money lump sum deposits buy and hold market timing how about dollar cost averaging put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval whether it's monthly quarterly annually whatever it may be this gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares you want to keep buying more and more shares over time On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. Seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. Appreciate you listening to The Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123, to get on that phone and ask the difficult questions because Larry can answer them. He's a smart guy. This is really going to, he'll get them. He'll get those answers. And we're going to stump you today. We're going to find somebody who can stump you, Larry. I love it. Let's welcome Robert online. Good morning, Robert. How are you today? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call here. Hey, a 49-year-old man, a wife, and a 4-year-old, and I want to know, should I buy into an annuity about $20,000 and then start uh, collecting on that annuity in about 10 to 15 years? Second question, should I buy silver and gold coins to be diversified? So good questions, Robert, and, and, and here's the let, – let me let me give you a kind of an, a quick answer to a, to a long question, really. Um, an annuity is an investment vehicle, and the primary investment objective of an annuity is to deliver guaranteed income and take market and economic risk out of the equation for you in most cases. So – if you're going to invest in an annuity and you have no other investments, then I'd say be careful. So so an annuity has pros and cons to it. A stock has pros and cons, and a mutual fund has pros and cons, and all the other investments have pros and cons to them. Before I would tell you, yes, put money into an annuity, I'd want to see what your pension looks like if you have one. I want to take a look at your estimated Social Security down the road, any other savings and investments that you may have, okay, because an annuity is going to lock that money up for a long, long time to come down the road. Does that make sense? Yeah, I have about $200,000 in my Roth IRA. I have about 40000 cash. And then my Social Security, I will get probably about $2,100 a month if I retire at 65. Okay, so have you taken a look at how um, uh, how much your expenses are going to be, and are you working from a financial plan to see if, how much you need to continue to save? You've got college coming up and things like that. And again, it, it, you know, th- think think about the annuity from this concept, Robert. Okay. Let's suppose that your monthly expenses, just to do math easy here, are are, are seven thousand a month. Okay, 
and your Social Security is going to be 2100 a month. So that I can do math easy here on the air, let's just say it's two grand a month. So now you need a gap of 5000 How much is your Roth IRA and other savings going to grow to to produce that $5,000 a month that you need? Now you can maybe say, you know what, if I take X amount of money and put it into an annuity, that's going to pay me you know, $1,500 a month. So now you've got 3500 coming in of the 7000 that you need. Is the rest of your investments going to sit there and produce for you the other $3,500? That's the way I want you to think about the annuity. There's nothing wrong with taking the annuity at, at, at all. My point is that make sure that all of your dollars aren't tied up into the annuity and if you decide that you want to take an annuity, then here's the thing that I want you to do. Get educated on the different types of annuities that are out there. I actually have a packet I can send you on the different types of annuities. There's basically fixed annuities, indexed annuities, and variable annuities, and they all function differently. And they all also have um, – some of them have the ability to give you guaranteed minimum income performance riders on them. And I would suggest getting one that has that on there if you're going to purchase an annuity at all, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you, yep. sir. Absolutely. If you want, I'll put you on hold, and we'll send you out that information on the different annuity types. Are you listening to Making Money Sense? Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Let's welcome Bob on the line from Arkansas. Good morning, Bob. Bob, how are you? Uh, Good. Thank you. How can I help you, sir? Well, I'm uh, one of those unfortunate people that uh, never set anything aside for retirement. I keep telling myself. telling myself when I was younger, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Well, later never came. And I'm 57 years old. I've got nothing set aside for retirement. And I'm wondering how should I start? What should I do to, to, you know, start so that I'm not working until the day that I die? Bob, do you own a home? Uh, no, I'm, I rent an apartment. I'm a truck driver. I, I only go home one week in a month. And I can't see the point of having a house. Either way, you're going to have cash flow required for housing in retirement. So the way that I would take a look at this is, you know, take a look at what your monthly expenses are right now. Then let's go to Social Security and get an estimate on what your Social Security check's going to be. Then let's take a look at what your cash flow scenario is today. Do you have the ability to save any money? And that's where we're going to start at that particular point. Okay. And then we'll we'll back our way into this. Um, that's the way that, that, that you would go about doing it. That's the answer to your question. Have you looked at what your Social Security estimate is going to be? Do you know how to do that? Uh, yeah, uh, roughly about 3000 a month. Okay. So what's your rent in your apartment now? Uh, about uh, 560 a month. Okay, so you've got some cash flow there on top of rent that can cover some lifestyle and things of that nature. Now we just need to build up uh, some cash. If, do you have the ability to save money each month? Uh, yeah, I can put aside about the uh, $1,000 a month. All right, well, let's go ahead and, and build the bank up maybe uh, for another several months and then look to open up some mutual funds and get things growing for you. If you'd like, I'll be happy to send you out our financial planning toolkit. Okay, yeah. Looks like we're just about out of time, but there's still time for you to go and register for that upcoming webinar, Larry. 
Yes, Chris, we're going to be having it a, a couple Mondays from now on June 13th from noon to 1230 Eastern and then from 6 to 630 again Eastern time. There's no cost for it. You can simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, in the top right-hand corner, click on the seminar icon and register for one of the two classes. I've been doing these ever since the markets come under pressure earlier this year, about every two or three weeks. And the reason I'm doing it on June 13th is because on June 10th, we're going to get the May inflation number. And that's going to give a little bit more clarity of direction on really where inflation is and probably set the stage for some market tone in the coming weeks. So check it out, LarryRosenthal.com. Register right there on the website and either on June 13th, either 12 to 1230 or 6 to 6.30 p.m. So for Bob in the back and Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Count your many blessings. Count them one by one to see what God has done. A reminder from... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.